I'm Matt Penrose. I'm Andy Reid. And this is Fumbling Around, taped in front of a live studio audience in the Feldspar Studios. As always. Yeah, we're back, and it's late. This is, it is it late? Guys. It is late tonight. We might get a little loopy. I don't know what's going to happen. We've never taped this late. No. It's fun. Yeah. It is late. Yeah. It is in the wee hours yeah. of the night. It's the witch's hour. Ooh, Ooh, it's spooky. a Halloween special. Halloween special. Uh, today is what? Today is technically fa- the Feld's Friday Book Studio. the 27th. Ooh. Ooh. It is the Halloween special. Yeah. Andy, I have to tell you this story because I hinted to it. I saw you last night. And yeah. I was like, Andy, I got to tell you this story. <laughs> this is where our relationship is now. I have something to tell you. Gotta wait till we record yeah, it. Can't tell you. Can't, can't tell you. Gotta wait for the podcast. Yeah. Well, specifically because this is so intertwined with last week's mm. podcast. All right. Andy, yeah. you remember this. We're talking about the Florida Gators, right? Sure. And somehow I look up and I see up on a shelf that is above Andy in the Feldspar studio. Um, you can't see it now. Uh-uh. I'll tell you why. Okay. There is a, we talked about it last week, if you were listening. There's a little baby gator. Little baby gator. It's a stuffed baby gator. Andy Reid, two days after we taped that podcast, I shit you not. I come into the Feldspar studio because I had it built onto my house. I walk in. It's not a spare bedroom in my house. It's a studio. It's a studio. (laughs) I walk in here and that thing is on the ground, Andy (gasps) Reid. That thing, if you look behind you, you will see, like, it broke. Its neck broke. What? There is, like, stuffing still on the ground because I haven't vacuumed yet. Oh, my That thing fell off the shelf, which is shelf. It's tall. It's, like, almost to the ceiling. Is that why all... Those these uh, trajectory red yarns are spread throughout this room right now. Yes, trying I'm to trying to figure it out. It was so weird though. I came in, it was like an earthquake oh, happened. My. It knocked down two things: a picture, a framed picture of my nephew, in that alligator. Guys, that, there's a lot of knickknacks in this room. A ton of them. All of them unmolested. The one thing that falls is the thing we talked about. That I, if you ask me, if if you went back. Eight days ago and said, Matt, you remember that baby alligator? I'd be like, yeah, it's in a box in my parents' house. No, it's on a shelf. I forgot (laughs) that it's even in my house. And I find it on the ground two days after we talk about it? Listen, I think there might be a a conspiracy. I think that all of the most popular sports podcasts out there are gunning for us. Oh, my God. It's Valenti coming after us. It's Valenti. It's Bill Simmons. It's, It's... Zach uh, Spencer and Jason and Ryan from SB Nation. Mike, 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 and Mike. It's uh, Mike. Ty and Dan from Solid Verbal. That's a real one? Yeah. Solid Verbal? Uh-huh. That's a terrible name. You know what's Bring a good it up name? with them. Fumbling, Fumbling around. around. <laughs> oh! It's Andy and Paul, Paul from Place at the Table. Oh, hey, speaking of which, that uh, show that you mentioned, you mentioned to me in passing. Which one? Got taken off the air. Oh, yeah. So this is crazy. So uh, 
for those who don't know, mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. sports, it. like a humor sports blog type thing called Barstool Sports, uh-huh. and it has gotten a lot of flack over the years because the owner of it is a huge asshole yeah. who talks shit about women. It's not cool. Do not appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and he like, you know, th- this is how awful of a human being he is. It was like the day after the Harvey Weinstein stuff came out, he was on his radio show saying like, why shouldn't actresses like fuck for better parts? There you go. Yeah, that's the type of guy that owns Barstool Sports. Uh, It's a terrible site, but they have this podcast called Part of My Take, and uh, it's a Twitter personality. Nobody knows his real name. He goes by PFT Commenter, and all of his tweets are written like – Somebody that was commenting on a pro football talk article. It's really funny. It's like misspellings, crazy. It's he's great. Uh, and this other guy, uh, I have this podcast, and it's probably the most uh, popular sports podcast. And they've been on like the Scott Van Pelt show, they've been on ESP, they've been on late night sports center, and they do goofy stuff and they're fun, just like idiots, they're dummies. Um, so. ESPN wanted to work with these two guys. They wanted a part of my take TV show. But the asshole that owns Barstool was like, you can't, there are like intellectual property. We want the Barstool logo. We want the Barstool name on this show. Uh, So the ESPN like kowtowed to him. They're like, okay, we won't name it part of my take. We'll call it Barstool Van Talk. And the show takes place in a van. It's the guys from part of my take, but it's under the barstool umbrella. And as soon as they announced the show, it was like a Twitter hate storm. Like everybody was like, how dare ESPN collude with these like misogynist guy? Like, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, like the, the day, uh, the show was premiered, the owner of barstool was like, talking shit about Sam Ponder, who is a female sports uh, reporter that works for ESPN. All this crazy stuff. And yeah, it lasted one episode before the pressure got too intense on ESPN and they canceled it. And uh, I I follow a lot of sports media people on Twitter and it's like all people have been talking about this week. Right. Uh, Because like ESPN made its bed. They should not have ever even entertained the idea of putting the barstool of mingling with the barstool name. You know, it's sure. like, well, yes, no, right. It's correct. like, it's but like also like, the... I don't feel any sympathy for these people who are doing this podcast. Like, no, I don't either. You're under no. this umbrella. No, you, yeah. You knew. Oh yeah. No, it, like I, I am not defending them. They shouldn't be working there. Um, but it's like this. It's like a big sports media story right now. Like we're, yeah. you know, not choosing sides, but you know, why? Why would ESPN align themselves with this name? It, it would be like if the Freep partnered with Chive or some shit like that. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. the Onion kind of site. No, that ch- the Chive site. That's like dick, like keep oh. cool Chive on, and it's just like pictures yeah. of women skip like scantily clad women. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah yeah. I'm not defending PFT commenter in Big Cat I didn't mean to sound like I thought you were I think they have I think they have separated themselves from the rest of what Barstool is and have a fun funny show 
that is not degrading to women, but they're still under that umbrella. And the fact that ESPN was fine with like saying, we want these two guys so much so that we will have a show on our network called Barstool Talk is crazy. Yeah. And it blew up in their faces. ESPN is floundering right now. <laughs> yeah. They got some live sports, and I feel like eventually they, well, they're going to lose that. They like, they completely shot the moon on the their like last contract extensions for all of these sports, where they're they are paying astronomical amounts of money to show uh, college football and show NFL and NBA all this stuff, where they're just like we don't want other networks showing right. this. We're gonna be the people. Now, but now that's not the way people are getting their information anymore. It's how they it's the only way they, you can watch they have, they sports, have, though. They've older oversold their contracts where, like, the advertising revenue that's coming in by showing a college basketball game at 9 30 at night on a Tuesday is not nearly what they have valued it at now, right. So yeah, it's it's the same thing with the Big Ten in adding Rutgers in Maryland, where they're like, we added these two, we got our uh, network on so many more screens in New York and D.C. But that's not the way people are going to continually uh, subscribe to uh, cable or sports platforms anymore. Um, so you're like, you put your chips on an old model when. Everything's changing. Sure. Live sports are the only outlier of that model, though. It yeah, is, for the time being. But I, already, like, there's there's a website called stadium.com that is starting to uh, buy up rights to smaller games. And I think they'll, it will expand. They, fucking Facebook shows college football games. Like, Facebook Live college football games. Uh, sure. It, it's, I mean, like, I just think eventually... Either you're going to pirate it or you're going to have to pay for it in some way. Yeah. Like even already now, if you're like, I cut the cord and it's like, well then, but you have Hulu and you have Netflix and you have these other things yeah. and you pretty soon you're going to add that up and it's going to be the same price as cable. You're yeah. going to be saving any money unless um, you're pirating it. Uh, if you're I, paying for everything legit, you're not saving any money eventually. Yeah. Like that's like, yeah, I don't know. I, it's I don't know. Interesting. It, yeah, I they overvalued their their contracts. And Here's what I'm looking forward to. Um, more like, ooh, I pay for the NBA channel, and I have my option of the broadcast I want to listen to. Yeah. If I want to listen to the Detroit Pistons, and it's just like um, Jerry Seinfeld's calling the game. It's Jerry Seinfeld and. <laughs> Fucking Jay Leno. What like, would that's it be? what I yeah. want to listen to. It's like that you're gonna have, GPS that has Homer Simpson yeah, on it. <laughs> you're going to have like 12 different options. Do you want to listen to Old Man, where it's just like George, like Old Man Basketball, George Blaha and Greg Kelser just giving it to you how they yeah, would have 30 years ago? Giving it to you. Or do I want to hear something wacky? Do I want to listen to Matt Penridge and Andy Reid call a Pistons game? Yeah, we would, guys. Yeah. We'll do it. Because like it doesn't matter. Change.org. You don't have to be as good at like, you don't have to have everything memorized. I don't know how... Like everybody's just, I, we'd just be fed stats. Yeah, we could call it. We're just there. 
the, I don't need to do play-by-play. You're watching He's a it. tall guy, and he shot it good. Here yeah. we go back up the court, and he passes to the smaller man, and he passes to a big well, we one. we wouldn't do the play-by-play. Goes, play. <laughs> Why not? Nah, because we'd, we'd Ooh, look joke. at that guy in the funny hat. Yes, that's his hat says role. "Beer goes here" and it points down to his face. Yes, that would be our <laughs> role. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy, we need to we need to um, oh open up the shout out segment. Okay, what's the shout out song? Shout out. Andy Reid, we got three shout-outs coming at you today. Okay. Right. We're going to go in alphabetical order oh, by first name first or last name. name. Yeah, everybody's favorite way to break, to put a list together is alphabetical by first yes. name. Uh, first shout-out, alphabetical by first name, Cousin Tony. Cousin Tony. Just talked to him on the phone today. You let me know. Hey. I'm listening because we we put out a plea. We put out a APB last week. Yeah, if oh, you're listening, yeah, let is, us know. <laughs> please, please let us know. I mean, cousin Tony called. <laughs> we we caught up. We shot the shit. Yeah, we we talk on the phone from now. That's sad. Every now and then, it wasn't just to call me to tell me that he listened to it. In any sense, I think I brought it up. Yeah. Um, hey, did you hear when we were pleading with people? Yeah, <laughs> to let us know, guys. Guys, if you're I will to say this. he did text me after we released our first episode, and he's just like, "Dude, you can give me a heads up that you're releasing a new." Oh app. yeah, shout out for me, friend Max Dillavan in Ooh. Grand Rapids. We are out of alphabetical order. I apologize. Yeah, well, you have an alphabetical. Wait, no, order. we're not yet. Yeah, we are. Ooh, go ahead. But Max texted me after the first episode came back, and all he said was. I'm super happy that F.A. is back. Good. Appreciate we, he it. He even, you know, made it initials. We I talked to I him. We talked to him last night. Graham Leslie. Graham fellow improviser. Leslie. Shout out. Shout out. I hate your choice in college football teams. Who does he like? State? <sighs> Let's not get into it. I don't want to talk about it. One more shout out. Yeah. One more shout out. Then we'll close the shout out bag. Mm. Mr. Matt Nye. Matt Nye. If we ever release a best of episode, his bit at the end is going to be yes. one of the top. Friend of the pod. Matt Nye. Friend yeah. of the FOP. pod. And listener. FOP. Matt Nas. FOP. Now, <laughs> let's, let's close Everybody's favorite the pop. shout out bag. Matt Nas. Shout out! There it is. Yeah. Ooh, let's open up another segment. I got it pulled up on the internet right now. Okay. 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 Remember, if you remember from the last two weeks, sure. Our Detroit Red Wings just opened up a new stadium. The L C A. Really? Yeah. Lit. This is the first I'm hearing. Caesars, this. Caesars asshole. spelled Caesar. Caesar. If you Little if you look at how asshole. it's spelled, it's C A. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why is Michigan the state for pizza? Why? When did that happen? How is it? Oh, we got Little it. Caesars. Dominoes happened here. Fucking. Uh, the other one, right? Hungry Howie. Hungry Howie. Does that happen here? Yeah, that's a Michigan product. Yeah, fuck it, we'll claim it. That's ours. Yeah, me and Andy Reid. 
That's Papa ours. John. Papa John. Papa John. Pizza. raised in Ferndale. That's not true. Papa B. I don't know where he's born or so, raised. Okay. Nor do I care, so Papa John. Have you ever seen, you know, if you drive from here to Ann Arbor, you see Domino's Farms. Don't tell me what I see. You know, have you ever seen Domino's Farms? Yes. Have you been there? Yes. They have like buffaloes. I have not been there. You've been there? Um, well, you, uh, I wasn't, I didn't grow up around here, but the people go on like school field trips there. Weird. Like, there's like petting zoos and you see like buffalo or whatever. That that guy is crazy. Oh, dude, the Tom dude, Monahan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's got he, some like religious cult. It's Catholic, yeah. which is it's not a, a cult, but kind of. But he he has like a town in Florida. Oh yes, yes, a, like yes. a whole town. It's called oh. like Hallelujahville. Dude, he's a pos. <laughs> it's so crazy. He, he Hallelujahville has, or some shit like that. He has a quote way back in the day that my dad would always talk about. Um, like basically like. I don't understand how people can starve because rice is so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he talks like that, but it's like, oh, I don't dude, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You P- sell pizza. You um, made your money on pizza, which is good money, though. Village's money is good money. He, you know what's not good money? What? Mortgage money. Ooh, get that you quick. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Andy Reid, you know what I'm talking about. I'm staring you right in the eyes right uh-huh. now. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you know who Mr. I'm talking Gilberto. about. Mr. Gilberto. Senior Gilberto. Hey, look at me. I'm going to write a letter I'm to LeBron James. Soy. Comic Sans. <laughs> soy. Soy. <laughs> Senor Gilberto. Soy Danudo Gilberto. Soy Danudo Gilberto. Soy <laughs> Domingo Gilberto. I built the house. I built the house. E2. So I wish I knew more Spanish. I wanted to keep this bit going. I wish I remember what we were talking about. Senor Gilberto. Senor Gilberto. I have come to make your city beautiful. Mr. Andy Reid. My name is Gilberto, and I want to build you a soccer stadium. May I Detroit? I'll give you seven dollars for that. Skyscraper. Senor Gilberto, I'm here to make your failed prison something better. <laughs> Senor. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Are we talking to Senor I don't Gilberto? even know at this point. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> Who knows? Tom Monahan. Tom Monahan's Pizza, Michigan Pizza City, Tom Monahan. Some weird old Catholic. Guys, look it Looks at me. I'm ethnic Catholic. That's what my dad says. We Penridges, we're ethnic Catholic. Um, he doesn't know what that means. I don't know what that means. But it means that we were both raised Catholic, but not really doing it anymore. I speak for myself, not my dad. I Tony, wanna... go, don't go spreading this around to the fam. What is... Uh, is it Alleluiaville? Oh, God. That sounds about right, though. I It's something like that. Uh, who even who buys... a Frank Lloyd Wright convention? Can I tell you this right now? Or ask you this? Yeah. Who buys Domino's pizza? Uh, well, I, have, I hope not you, Graham. I have a Because I torture. love you, Graham, and I hope it's not you. I hope you don't come to me and say, Matt, me. I, I buy Domino's pizza. relationship. Ave Mariaville. That's what it is. Good Lord. In 1997, he recruited... Uh, where do we get to the actual town? Oh, he had a he had a school of law. Like a Catholic... It was like the, the Catholic... School of Law. 
But it was like a whole oh, town. But the, yeah, so the thing was, so Ave, like Ave Maria University opened in Florida, and but he owned all the property around it. And then it was like he controlled rent prices and he controlled how much things cost at the store. And like he like it, uh, everything in the town was was run through him. So it was uh, they got in trouble because hey, hey, Mr. Domino's, <laughs> hey, Mr. Domino's, I'd like to buy a pizza. I got a couple of Domino's bucks. Uh, i have a tortured relationship with Domino's because uh a big reason why michigan is in the mess it is right now we we took domino ceo dave Dave brandon and made him our athletic director for real yeah that's a thing real and as soon as is the first thing they did when dave brandon left domino's was make an ad campaign that was like do you remember how shitty our pizza was we'll we're doing better now. It yeah. was because Dave Brandon was just like, here's we're cu- cutting all costs. And like, uh, and he like almost ran the business into the ground. He became the athletic director at U of M. Yeah. He played for Bo. So there was like, he played for Bo and then he went to business. He made like a shitload of fucking money and he ran Domino's for a while. Oh, poorly. And then he ran our program very poorly. Uh, and he tried to make it like a business. That's what right. that was like the worst part. You of it. gotta make everything like a business. Yeah, it was. Yeah, please. College football is a multi-million dollar industry, and we, we just could, want our piece of the pie. If we could just cut costs, why don't we play Seven Nation Army when all the other Big Ten teams do? I got an idea. Let's get a stadium. Let's, oh, we already have one? Oh, we got a stadium? Do we already have one? Do we have a premium stadium for people you, who want to charge more? Can you get Madonna on the line? Can we make it illegal to bring water bottles into our stadium does, and then hike up prices of water to $5 a bottle? Does anybody know Derek Jeter? <laughs> can we get Derek Jeter on the line? I like him. But he did do things like that. <laughs> like the Michigan's first or maybe second night game. He got like Beyonce to make a little <laughs> video, and all it was like it showed on the jumbotron before the band did their halftime show, and it was just her going like "Go Blue," yeah. and then the band did a bunch of Beyonce songs, and like you could see the lips move. But it <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was her singing, yeah. uh, it, her going like "Surfboard," yeah. and they just put "Go Blue" over it, and it also cost twelve million dollars. Million dollars, money well spent. Hey, do you think we could get this Beyonce? Maybe maybe she'll make a video. <laughs> maybe we'll just lip sync it. Do you think it's a good idea to sink $13 million into a rowing facility? <laughs> no, Dave. I don't. Is I don't think the ro- Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. 13 mil? Maybe even more. He, he played, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he, no bueno. So he, at one point, Stephen Ross, who owns the Dolphins, mm-hmm. is a Michigan grad. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, so much goddamn money. It's not even funny. Well, if he owns an NFL NFL team, well, there you go. But he he convinced Stephen Ross to give, like, it was, I think, maybe a record for a single donation to a university ever. And half of it went to the uh, Ross School of Business, which is fucking named after him. And half went to the athletic department. And there was this big... uh, uh, publicity thing, uh, press conference that I went to, 
and uh, Stephen Ross talked, and he was like, how, how happy he is to give back, and like, you know, Michigan is the place that he loves most in the world, and blah, 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 blah. And then Dave Brandy gets up there, and like, one of the first things he says is, you know, we're very happy to have this $250 million from Stephen Ross, but guys, we're not there yet. <laughs> it was like, just be it's like more money than I can wrap my head around. And he was the first thing out of his mouth was like, we need more. Please yeah. keep giving. We're us. not there yet. <laughs> it's like, like standing next yeah. to one of those thermometers. I want, yeah. <laughs> I want to put in a $10 million walkway from the hockey arena to the football stadium yeah. so you can see all of our great stuff. Look, if we could just kill... 9,000 more unicorns. We're going to line these streets with unicorn <laughs> testicles. And we'll never get into a car accident again. Is that and what unicorn Domino's pizza. Are? Yeah. But Mr. Mr. Domino. <laughs> I'd like to Domino. buy a pizza. I have 12 Monaghan bucks. <laughs> are they Maria dollars? I have coupon. I'd like to buy a pizza. <laughs> A rice pizza. I've got some mana hand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a nutso. But he's yeah. He's a piece of shit. Whew. Not like Illich, Who, dude. Yeah, I Illich owns Illich. Dude, Illich is owned Little Caesars, right? I don't know. He bought all this stuff in downtown, and I'm sure if I read into it and did the research, I'd probably hate him too. But man, he just looks Guess like... Guess what he doesn't have is a Catholic call in Florida. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man, it just like it just seems just like this honest money. Like he had this pizza place, then he invented the five dollar pizza. He invented a five dollar yes. pizza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like boom, here's One day, a five dollar pizza. He was changed my life. Shooting the shit. He was probably drinking a couple beers with his bros, watching the game. Yeah. And he's like, what if a pizza only cost five dollars? Right. Hear oh. me out. Hear me out, though. And people are like, hear me out. Illich, are it you crazy? It costs $5. Mr. I, you're crazy. And it's fucking ready as soon as you're you're, you're willing to eat Mr. it. Mr. I, we're going to check you into a hospital. No, 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 no. We make you, it. Put your straight jacket on. We make a bunch. On. No, listen. You've listen, gone listen, crazy. Listen, Mr. I, listen. you've gone crazy. We make a bunch of them beforehand. And we just put them under a heat lamp. You sound and then fucking just, bad shit. As soon as they're ready. Like, here, here's a $5 bill. Shit. No, no. This is going to be huge. Huge. Can I tell you something, Andy? Yeah. You know what millennials don't know? What? Am I a millennial? How yeah. old is a millennial? Dude, I'm I feel 30. like I'm on the cusp. I'm 23. I live like one. I feel like. I'm 35. I'm not a millennial. I don't think. I'm like maybe the first year you could have been born. But either way, millennials don't know this. That in 2002, mm-hmm. when I was in college, mm-hmm. do you know how much a pizza costs? I mean, before Mike Gillich invented the $5 pizza, a pizza was $220. 200 That's no <sighs> toppings. You want to add pepperoni? Yeah, I want to $265. What? $265. Then Mike Gillich comes out, boom, one day, $5 pizza. And we're like, oh my God. blinders off. We're like, excuse me? $5? $5? I want to be the Mike Illage for smartphones. Here's the sign. $5. $5. <laughs> A hot and ready smartphone. <laughs> 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 fucking breaks every. 
Mine a new yeah. one every three days. <laughs> Dude, did you get my text? No. No, I have a hot and ready phone. <laughs> my phone costs five bucks. What costs five dollars? What do you want for me? I was like, it's it's fine when it's like fresh out of the oven, but as soon as, soon as it starts to get cold, everything congeals and yeah. it's done. You've got like a 12-digit phone number. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Andy, do you get a new phone number? Yeah, it's 999999999 It's go pizza go. <laughs> My phone number is 32 digits long. I have a $5 Pizza phone. pizza. <laughs> My phone number is pizza pizza. I can't take calls, no. You know what else millennials don't know? What? At a certain point in our history. I'm listening. We didn't just have a keyboard. In our pocket. Oh, smartphone? We, Dude. I had to T9 text. Dude, what you don't know is I grew up with no cell phone. What? I didn't have a cell How phone. Did, what do you mean you didn't have a cell I phone? I didn't have one. <sighs> the first year I owned one, I couldn't even have it in college because I went to school in the Sioux. Cousin Tony knows this because we went to the same school. Couldn't use it up there because I'd pick up that Canadian tower and my phone bill would be like $9 trillion. (laughs) I'd have to call Monaghan and be like, Papa Monaghan? Papa Monaghan? Can I please have some Monaghan dollars? 12 Hail Marys. (laughs) You can have Monaghan dollars. Can I have some Domino Bucks? 12 Hail Marys. Suck my dick. (laughs) Hey, it's time for America's favorite segment. It is the 2017 NHL Playoff Watch Uh featuring the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, that's where this started. (laughs) We were trying to do this 10 minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) Then we got to start talking about that pizza money. Love that pizza money. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, Andy Reid. Uh-huh. Last week it was Bueno. Bueno. This week, the Red Wings currently stand at four, six, and one, and nine points. Four, six, and one. They're on a three game losing streak. It's no Bueno. Three game losing streak since we last recorded. They are currently on a three game losing streak, but probably about about the same. Yeah, Uh, we recorded makes sense about three games ago, something like that. Fuck. Yeah, I don't remember what their record was last time, but they are now. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was four four and three, four three and one. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Not off to a glistening start and new glistening LCA. No. And I'll tell you what, nobody's coming to the Pistons games down there. Yeah. It is empty. Empty. Deadspin had an article uh, after the. Because the last time we recorded was the first game at LCA. And we were commenting, like, it. It's kind of empty in there. Yeah. And Deadspin had an article that was just a compilation of all the tweets of people that had pictures from different angles of the game. Like, at the game, on TV, it was, like, dead. Yeah. And I uh, I saw a lady in, like, an LCA security jacket at uh, Ant Hall. And uh, I just asked her, like, oh, you work at 
Little Caesars, how is it down there? And she was like, oh, it's really fun. I, I like it. You know, we're, you know, we're just kind of getting the feel of everything. It's a new arena, new system. And it's unsolicited. Uh, she was like, you know, we have a lot of people just kind of wandering around the concourse, uh, not getting into the game. Like, this is, that can't be, they, I've heard that now from people in the, in the, uh, at, like in the programs that is can't be an issue. There can't be thousands of people wandering the concourse. Like, oh, it's so immaculate. I are can't... you saying those are marching orders, Andy Reid? I think is so. Is this exclusive? I think it is. Fumbling around exclusive. I'll tell you what. We're going to see some college basketball there. That's what I hear. I won't be fucking walking around the concourse no, instead watch. of watching the game. Yeah. If you pay good money to go in, you there's halftime. You know what could There's be so cool stuff? about the concourse? Nothing. <laughs> if if this concourse is half of what people are saying, it, it better is, be dope. Yeah, I I don't know. You know, maybe there's adult pl- playgrounds. Maybe there's uh, Ave Maria, <laughs> <laughs> like satellite school that you Buy can a get bag into. Mister Monahan, I have twelve Domino bucks. Can I have an octopus? He used to own the Tigers before yeah. Illich and right? the Red Wings. Holy cow. Wait, I don't I, think that's true. I think it was just the Tigers. No, well, I don't he, think so, so. He owned his first year as the Tigers owner was when they won the World Series. Uh, and everybody thought he was great and everything, but it was kind of a fluke that he he just bought them at the perfect right time. I knew that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I knew he definitely I knew uh, he owned the Tigers. Talk amongst yourselves. Let's see if I can well, figure out who. Well, guys, it's just me here on the, pod, on the podcast now. Uh, Matt is busy looking things up. So I will tell you about my day. I woke up at, oh, 9.30 this morning, and I got ready. This has turned into work. a really awful segment. And uh, after work, I went to Planet Ant, where I also work, and I ran tech for Camptastic. And Camptastic is a wonderful show written by two uh, rising stars in the improv community, and it opens tomorrow, and you should see it. It runs for three weeks. All right. And I'll be up in the booth, and you can come say hi. Close up the plugs. Yeah. I found the answer. Yeah. But everybody should come see that play. Bruce Norris. He bought it from Bruce Norris. Dude. In 1982, how much money did Mike Illich buy the Detroit Red Wings for? I will say in 1982, yeah. $2 million. $8 million. <laughs> That is insane. Yeah. It would be like a billion dollars. Not though. a billion, no. Maybe not the Red Wings, but oh my but God. But like a few hundred million yeah. at least. And before they just built the stadium, like he didn't have any debt either. He... He didn't own a stadium for the Red Wings either, but there's no debt. Yeah. There's no debt for the Red Wings. It was just profit. Like a lot of these teams like build a new stadium, they go three or four hundred million dollars into debt. Yeah. Illich had no debt That's on the, the Red Wings. That's the crazy thing about where he probably sports are fucking now. played paid cash. Cause like uh all Oakland had to do all the Oakland Raiders had to do was promise to move to Las Vegas at some point in the near future. They don't even know what their first season will be there yet. All people know is that they are moving there, and their valuation went up by like a billion and a half dollars. It's like, uh, uh. why? Also, though, 
I guess people maybe who live in Vegas want to go see a football game. But no. why would you go to Vegas oh and God. then go watch a football game? No. I hate all that. They have a hockey team now. Like I have no idea what. I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, or I guess I don't get it. I'll I will say this. Maybe I get it if we didn't live in a city that had any major sports team that you wanted to see. Well, I, okay. I like, don't. There's not an insane amount of people that live there. There are people that live there, and like yeah, you know, Jimmy Kimmel grew up there. He did. You ever watch the UNLV uh, HBO documentary when they were like awesome at college basketball in the nineties? I think so. It was really good, and I was watching it. It's, it's like a great sports documentary. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy Kimmel shows up, and he's like, "Yeah, Tark, you know, you always had the towel around his neck." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> because he grew up in Vegas, and like UNLV was his team. Population of Las Vegas six hundred thirty-two. So like 000. not that big of a town. No. They, so they're hoping. They're hoping that the people that go out because, you know, however many million people go out there every fucking week. Right. Are going to go watch a NFL game that they don't have any vested interest in. I I don't know. I don't know where their uh, crowds are coming from. We'll see. I mean, they got a hockey team out there now. Yeah, and I don't know how that's going. Makes sense. Makes sense. Out it does of that. not make sense. Fucking hockey team out in the desert, that which is not the only one. Phoenix yeah. desert. Isn't the entire state of California a desert now? Uh, global yeah. warming? Yeah, if that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the saddest burp ever. Wait. It's time for our next segment. Okay. Do you want to open up the mailbag? Open up the mailbag or the gossip bag? Oh, that's what I meant. Gossip bag. <laughs> we don't have a mailbag. Open up the gossip bag. Gossip bag. Gossip bag. Open up the gossip bag and open up the bag. <laughs> yeah, we're open. I don't think I said open up the gossip bag. Gossip bag, my last line. I think I said open, open up the bag. <laughs> Mr. Domino. Mr. Domino. If you would please give me bag of rice, I, I will have give you 12 Monahan dollars. I have the scarlet fever. <laughs> uh, Mr. Monahan, I have hunted down the gnome and I have killed him. I would like some Domino's Mr. dollars. Mr. Monahan, I have done my best to avoid the noid. <laughs> I call him the gnome. <laughs> I've I have done my best. I have failed to avoid him. The noid, the noid is just too powerful. Mr. Monahan, I do not like the noid. I do not like him. Does the noid He exist? makes my pizza so cold. He is scary. He makes my pizza so cold. Do you remember the Little Caesars commercial where the pizza would stretch like throughout the entire rooms? No. There used to be a Little Caesars commercial. I think it was Little Caesars and not Domino's, but like somebody would take a slice of pizza out of the box and then like walk into all the different rooms and the cheese would like. Oh, I have a vague recollection. It's a dope of commercial. This. I feel like Little Caesars has got a pretty decent marketing campaign going on. Yeah, they got itself. that guy in the toga. Yeah. Pizza, pizza. The Noid, though. I don't know. If, Hashtag. If fire. you millennials are listening, you don't know what the Noid is. One Google of my favorite Domino's video Noid. games that's ever been uh, a video game. Toe Jam and Earl. No. NES. Mario Kart. Yo, Noid. No joke. Uh, if you have a Nintendo still, go on eBay and find yourself a copy of Yo, Noid. Yo, I believe it's Yo, it was, exclamation, Noid. And it was about. So the Domino's Noid? It's the Domino's Noid, and there's like all these different levels, and you have a yo-yo that is a weapon, and you can like shoot people with it. 
Uh, and then you collect these cards throughout, and the cards come in later. The, so between the levels, then you see different colored noids, uh, and you get your cards, and he has cards, and then uh, you compete cards to uh, eat pizzas, and you have to eat more pizzas than the other one. And then you go to the next thing, and sometimes he's on a skateboard, and sometimes he's on pogo stick, and it's great. Dude. I love it. It's a great, it's a great game. That is amazing. <laughs> But, yeah, we're in the gossip bag. Yeah, didn't we open up the gas? We bag? opened it up. I mean, the floor is yours. Okay, Andy. all right. December second. Okay. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. So we're talking almost seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. I was witness to one of the most insane, sad, mystifying sports memories. Ever. Okay. So, <laughs> Michigan just finished uh, seven and, oh, yeah, it would have been seven and five in the regular season. And they went on to lose the uh, Gator Bowl to Mississippi State by an ungodly amount of points uh, to finish seven and six. Before, before bowl games, Michigan has uh, their um, team banquet. Uh, and it's at this really fancy place in Livonia and tickets are an insane amount. Like, you know, it's like $150 plate dinner and all these like rich ass boosters come and it's just a way to honor the team. Look back on the season highlights. You That's when um, they announce like the team MVP and there's all these awards that go on down like, you know, MVP, best lineman, linebacker, blah, 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 like school spirit, like best leader, all that stuff. And people make speeches, all the seniors talk. There's like a silent raffle, all a very nice evening when the team is doing well. This team on December 2nd, 2007, or 2010, I mean, uh, was in, it was a train wreck. Like everybody knew. Who's the coach then? Rich Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Everybody knew that Rich Rodriguez was about to lose his job. Dave Brandon, who uh, the athletic director from Domino's that we were just talking about, mm-hmm. uh, he had been hired uh, three months ago. Um, he was clearly not happy with the direction of this program, uh, and it was like obvious. Like he, Dave Brandon was going to make a splashy hire, uh, which he ended up not doing because he hired Brady Hoke. Uh, but it was it felt inevitable at that point that Rich Rodriguez was going to lose his job. So we're sitting there having a nice dinner. We listen to the seniors. Talk. Were you there? Covering I was there. It I, so yes, magazine? I did not pay one hundred fifty dollars for a plate. I was there as a reporter, and there was like two tables of reporters in the back, uh, and it's it's kind of a a, a good scoop night because like everybody's just kind of like. In a, in a fun mood and you can talk to some players and stuff whatever uh so you know the whole thing is going on and uh senior like some of the seniors had like really great speeches but it's like this is you know this season didn't go the way we wanted it to you know we're not where we want to be but this program's going in the right direction rah 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 and then rich rodriguez gets up to close the night and he is begging for his job basically he's like uh i want to be a michigan man like he said those words just like that (laughs) like i want to be a michigan man i want to be here i want to like grow old here with my family 
you know, these players, so then like everybody's starting to get uncomfortable. We're watching this man beg for his job. Uh, and he starts saying like, these players, they raise me up. This program, it raises me up. My family, it raises me up. I just, and he's like starting to choke up. And it's like, everybody's looking around like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, Michigan, it raises me up. And he like, accused this guy in the back. And all of a sudden, Josh Groban's You Raise Me Up starts playing over the loudspeakers. Yeah. So the way the room is set up, all these like circular tables. What is, is like You Raise Me Up on Ingalls Wings? No, it, uh, oh. you raise me up <laughs> so Eagle's I can fly There you are, the breath of dawn Make you so shine like the sun skies And hold you in the Yeah, we got it. That's of all. his hands so this is like a five minute long song. Yikes! The the I way so the way it. the way the room is set up. Every uh, there's like four hundred people there at these circular tables. Everybody's facing uh, a dais, uh, and it's like uh, a raised, Amadeus, Amade- an Amadeus, uh, a raised platform, and then a second one. And all the players are sitting facing everybody. And then there's the the uh, uh, podium. That's where Rich Rod is. And as the song starts, he like grabs the hands of the two players next to him and he's like, and then all like 125 players stand up. And during this five minute song, they're like standing there and he's like encouraging them to like hold hands. And they're like, Josh Groban, (laughs) you raise me up is blaring. And everybody is just like mouths agape. Like I fucking can't believe this is happening and i'm looking around the players and there are players fully just standing in front of 400 people openly mocking what is happening right now it was bizarre i had it recorded on my phone the whole thing and uh you know it was seven years ago i wish i still had it i could like i wish i would have uploaded it to youtube uh, but then, like, later that night, people were tweeting about it. Everybody was like, what is going on? Josh Groban made fun of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> on Twitter, he, like, even he was like, uh, this is not a good football song. Uh, and I watched a man uh, have a midlife crisis in, in a 10-minute speech. That's what I watched. And I will never forget it. All right. Well, shall we close up that mailbag? Yeah. Yeah. Closing, Closing up, up the, the gossip bag. Gossip bag. Gossip bag. Closing up the gossip bag. It's not a mailbag. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's late, guys. And we're having a couple brewskis. Things are loose. Things are loose. Bobbing and no. weaving, bobbing and yeah. weaving. Uh, do you still want to tell a spooky story? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. Um, it's Halloween. It was just, uh, we're going to tell you a spooky story. Yeah. This is one everybody knows. Um, um, just do it in character. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, coach. Yeah? Coach. Jeff, what? Uh, just the, the thing is, I don't, I don't want to go back out there. <sighs> You know what? 
your father told me the same thing on this very day 30 my, years ago my fa- really yeah my my father bill chamberlain bill chamberlain what did he tell you he said i don't want to go out there i'm scared he saw a ghost he too? saw you saw a ghost yeah, I saw a ghost. That's why I don't. Oh, know I that. thought you were just worried about how skinny your legs look in them shorts. No, wait. You think my my legs look skinny in my I shorts? Did, I was just assuming because this is the problem your dad had. I think my legs look good in these shorts. You could build some more definition in your thighs. Is all I'm saying. Well, I'm a tall and lean man. That well, that's one way to put it. Well, that's the. That's besides the point, I, Coach. I just I think I'm you can bulk to... up and be a really good center for this team. Well, I appreciate uh, that. You saw a ghost? Yeah, that's why I don't want to go back out there. Oh, I saw a ghost. Shit. Told me his name was Larry Nerd. Larry Nerd. <gasps> we said it at almost, almost exactly the same, the same time. time. What does that mean? You Larry, seen him too? Larry Nerd? Yeah. He founded this basketball team. He did. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Larry Nerd, the one I saw? Yeah. Hey, you guys talking about Larry Nerd? Yeah, we're talking about Larry Nerd. Come on in here, Robbie. Hey. I, I, hey, you guys ever realize that you play in Nerd Auditorium? And that's what it's called? It's called Nerd Auditorium, Robbie. <laughs> Coach, is it called Nerd Auditorium? It's called Nerd Auditorium. Coach, what do you think about my legs? I think your legs have... Wonderful definition, Robbie. Coach, I've never seen calves like that on a 17-year-old boy. Well, thanks, Coach. Hey, Coach, yeah. you want to help me find my dad? Your dad? Oh, uh, yeah. Me Your dad was dad? all state. Oh, he was in yeah. what? In basketball, Robbie. Oh, he was? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't talk to your dad much? No, I haven't seen him anymore. You Where did he not come around much anymore? My mom says he's in space. Space? I, I my mom says bo- he's in space. Robbie, I don't want to. I don't want to burst your bubble here, but I coached your your dad on. Yeah, I yeah. pretty much guarantee he's not in space. No, he's an astronaut. My mom says he's an astronaut. He didn't have great. I'm pretty sure he's not an astronaut. I, he, yeah, no, he, Jeff. He, he, Robbie's dad is. He, my dad's an astronaut. Guys, <laughs> Larry Nerd is haunting this auditorium. Yeah, get out of here, Robbie. Robbie, Robbie, just no. I'm not going. I have a feeling your dad's in jail. Oh, wow, space jail. No, just regular old jail. He was not a good man. Do you think they'll ever make a movie called Space Jail? I, I'll i write it down. I'll okay. send it. I, I have a brother who works in Hollywood. All right, I'm going to go. All right. You guys keep talking about what you're talking about. <laughs> Coach. Yeah. Larry Nerd, you were just about to tell the story of Larry Nerd. Yeah. It was 1934. Was it a night like this one? It was just like this night. It Ooh. was all slightly overcast. Colder Chilly, than but it was supposed to be. No, oh yeah. <coughs> In our great high school, Mona Shores. Mona Shores. It was the shores of Mona. The shores, shores of Mona. Go on. Was struggling through the Great Depression. Was Larry Nerd dead or alive? At he this was point? very much alive. Oh. He was a live nineteen-year-old. Alive, just out of high school. He convinced the principal to start a basketball team. Oh my God. Yeah. Thought hey, maybe if we what hey, Robbie? Guys, what hey, Robbie? Done with this no. We're just getting into it. I just talking about dad in space. You didn't you talked to him in space? Yeah, he called me from space. What was the number that he gave you from space? Seven. 
did it say was it a collect call? Yeah. Did was, you have to accept charges? Really Robbie, spread. your dad's in jail. <laughs> He said it was really expensive. Yeah. It's from space. It's like 39 cents a minute or something. Not Call from, from jail. Yes. It's $100. You say your dad $100? No, at the call. This is $100. This is a space call. Robbie. He called from space. I know. I had to answer on tinfoil. <laughs> what does that even mean, Robbie? I had to wrap the phone in tinfoil <sighs> to pick up the. It's a space call. <laughs> You're a good boy, Robbie. All right. Thanks, Coach. I think, Coach, can we get back? All right, Jeff. Jeff, are you going to tell this Larry Nerd story or what? So he he thought, Larry Nerd said, hey, principal, the only way that our school is going to make it through this depression Uh is if we have an all-state basketball team that everybody comes from miles around to see. You know who that principal was? He was... FDR. FDR. But he could still walk at the time. Yes, he could still walk. He had wonderful legs, Jeff. Much stronger than him. yours. His legs were back, his legs were muscular. Back then. Back then. Back then. We called him, we called him walking FDR. We knew yeah. he'd lose his legs. Yeah. At that point though, his thighs were the size of tree trucks, Jeff. You could learn a thing or two from him. Hey, my dad just sent me a letter from space. Oh, God. Robbie. It's a space letter. Yeah? Yeah, it's from space. It's got some space rocks. Huh. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Oh, boy, Robbie. That boy. Robbie! Huh? Robbie! Huh? Robbie, it's your huh? dad. It's your old huh? man. What? Robbie, what? we got to go now. Huh? We got to go huh? now, Robbie. Where do we go? We're, we got to go. Oh. All right. Is your mom's your at work. What? Is that your spaceship? Spaceship. Sure, Robbie. I just, listen, we're going to go down to Florida, hide around, just hide out for a bit. Okay, let's go in your spaceship. All right. Ro- Robbie. Oh, Jeff, I think I just let Robbie's dad kidnap him. Yeah, it looks that way. Oh. I mean, it's the third. I'm not good at this job. <sighs> Anyways. And that was the story <laughs> Of Larry Nerd. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope we didn't spook anybody. Wait, was that, that scary? <laughs> Is anybody out there spooked out? Please tell us if uh, you're spooked if out. If you're spooked out, hit one of us up. Yeah. You can hit us up anyway. You know how. <laughs> Text message. Email. We'll set up. Eventually, we're going to set one uh, an email address Yeah, up. we will. We'll get yeah. one. Uh, let's get to America's favorite segment yeah we call this movie bag movie bag movie bag <laughs> movie, movie, bag, movie, movie bag movie bag movie bag some shit got real dude today. if Listen, you don't I told know you, this movie tackled the issues in college athletics sure and does it not uh this is a weird one I love this movie. If you don't know, we're watching The Program. Yeah. There's more than one movie called The Program. We're watching the football one circa 1996. What's the other one? I don't know. There's one out there. Or there's a show. Either way, we're watching that one with Omar Epps and Halle Berry. Those are the 
only two actors that Oh, I and know. Bo Schembechler. Oh, yeah. Lynn Swan is in As this movie. Saw. Oh, uh, no. What's the coach's name? Jim James Conn. Oh, Kahn. yeah. So we're watching that 15 minutes at a time. Today we watch minutes 45 to an hour Something or an there. hour. We, we don't know. We lost yeah. track. But we could go so back. We're not going to, though. Anyways, it's a movie about a college football team. Joe Kane getting interviewed by Joe Kane, Heisman yeah. candidate, Jin, Joe quarterback. Joe Kane is able. Joe Kane being is Being interviewed able. by Lynn Swan for yeah. TV. And, and he's like, you're playing Heisman hopeful Tim Wayman from Michigan this week. Do you feel any extra pressure? And like Joe Kane gets real for a second. He's yeah. like, you know. Everybody wants me to be something and like all these TV interviews and it's all just can't do that. No, you can't show weakness on His TV. PR agent. Yeah. Comes She's like, like, hey, hey, let's time out. Hey, she calls a timeout. Yeah. We're like, we're going to run that one back this yeah. time. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> if that ever, as somebody that's done a bunch of interviews and stuff, if that ever happened to me, I would be livid. If I like actually, it's hard enough to get people to like actually sure. be honest. If if this person was like yank, uh, right? Hey, tone it down a little bit. That's what that's what <laughs> I don't like about this. Actually, is that the idea? Like, look, college athletes, especially now, especially now in 2017, 23 years later, they are they are finely tuned athletes and finely tuned media members. Oh like, my god, they're coaching what to say. You have no idea. But here's what I I mean, like. This live segment, they can't do a live segment out in front of Take two all these people and segment. just like, never mind, we're going to retape that. Yeah. That's not, that part's not happening. Yeah. Like, that's why I wish it was a little more but real it's life. Cut. Show how they'd be coached going into this. That's it's what really happened. Between him do like doing that and like making public appearances and then yeah. like sadly drinking a beer on his couch in his dorm right. room. They keep, it's, he's cracking. They keep trying to present how bad his life is, except they're doing a horrible job at that. Besides just literally saying oh, he's got a except, bad life. Except for right after this like little montage, he picks up his phone and he calls his dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, dad. Uh, you know, Michigan game's on TV tomorrow. Uh, oh, oh, t- TV's broke? Yeah. Oh, you could... <laughs> You can go down to Jackie's house and watch it with Joe C or whatever he said. Yeah. You can go down to Jackie's house and watch it. Oh. Well, I hope you feel better. Yeah. And then he throws the phone. Yes. And then he's talking to his girlfriend. She's all of a sudden back into the equation now. We haven't seen her since like the first time we watched this. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden she's back and it's like uh he she there, says This is their romantic date is them drinking Heineken. Uh, at the train yard. Yeah. Like an abandoned train yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, she's like, is your family coming? He's like, no, my mom died when I was young. And my dad's never seen me play ball. Never seen me play ball. Never. Never seen him play never, ball. Never. He doesn't like football, I guess. Never. This is a piece of shit family. It's, but it's like over the top. That's what I don't get is like, <laughs> like you can... Of all the stories, the idea that a father, like, here's what's weird is, like, we know that he goes home and he has a relationship with and his father. And when they watch, like, that's the funny, like, he says, like, he doesn't like football much or whatever. Earlier, when we saw them, like, drinking at their house together, right. they're watching football. Well, yeah, <laughs> he does like football. But the idea, that's what's so dumb is the idea of somebody who has a relationship with their father, grew up with yeah. their father. He's a Heisman. Don't never you get watch it? me play football. I'm a cane. 
I'm a fuck up. Right. That's all we are is drunks and fuck ups. But it's That's just, what he said. A weird. Right. My dad's a fuck up. My uncle's a fuck up. My brothers are a fuck up. We're just all waiting. Fuck ups. I'm just waiting until my time that I fuck up. So he like he like drunkenly stands on the train tracks, and and as like, a train's and, coming, and his girlfriend is freaking out at the last possible second. He jumps out of the way. Yeah. This movie, I don't. It's interest. It would be interesting to watch because uh, I can't remember where it was in the movie. But there was a scene uh, similar to the train scene of uh, players, like, laying in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was this movie. Oh. Uh, and it... Well, wait. Let's not talk about it yet. But I don't think it's in there. Oh, they so, cut it out. That's so right. So it, it was in, like, the theatrical release. Yeah. And there's players, like, laying in the middle of the road. And it was, like, a chicken-type yes. game. And uh, uh, they... There was kids that like saw yes. the movie and went and did it, and they got sued as because it was like dangerous. That that's this movie, right? Yeah, I do remember that yeah. now. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So I feel like right after that, basically they cut to the game. Yeah. They showed five Joe Kane plays. Versus Tim Wayman, who's up in the booth calling play by play? Bo, Bo Schembechler, Glenn E. Bo. Schembechler. Because they're playing University of Michigan. Yeah. Uh, they show, we get to this game, they show five plays. Yeah. Touchdown, touchdown. Uh, inconsequential uh, quarterback or uh, uh, halfback draw play from, yeah. from uh, Darnell just because they wanted to show him get the ball. They show the quarterback get his bell rung yeah oh and they yeah, did that come back to like i think it was just part of like uh he got the shit kicked out of him and so he wasn't going to be at his uh at like he wasn't playing very well at the end of the game because he got a concussion he played through a concussion it was weird but this, literally this though does everything concussion does protocol uh, you've got p- playing players. You've got steroid use. You've got, uh, you know, academic fraud. You have, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, we will get to it. But you have every issue that every college football team has to deal with in one movie. Um, correct. But this was the way they handle an, a game. It's just like, I don't think we're making that up. Like, literally... They cut to a game yeah. and they showed five. But we plays. saw Alvin Mack talking shit to a quarterback again, which I love. He was True. like, "You were in my, you were in cell with my brother. You let, like, yeah. you let him get beat to shit in the cell." Like, like but they he, didn't even show the guy's reaction to it, which yeah. was just weird. <laughs> but they show Poo butt motherfucker. Yeah, they show five plays of this college oh, football game. Here's my favorite. That team lost. So the team, the movie's about losing. So we're down to the wire. ESU is driving against Michigan for a potential winning score, uh, and they're in the huddle right before, and Joe Kane looks at his guys, and he's like, all right, it's time to send the women and children home and go looking for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, then he throws an interception. <laughs> then he throws an interception to end the game. Yep. And so that game's over. Yeah. Then we cut to the, the after frat party? party. Frat party. Yeah. Cut to this is really strange because then cut to Latimer, the guy on steroids, who's on a bed making out with a girl who is a third his size. Like that's the first thing they cut to that, and it was funny. It looked like he was making because, fun of a child yes. or making out with a child. Well, yes, but we knew it wasn't a child. It was just funny because of how small this person was. 
compared to this guy. But then it's not funny. Then it's not. So this is, um, it, this movie was made in 1993, and this was a time when this shit happened in college football and never saw the light of day. Right. You know, we're we are now. I we're not post that. I would say we are get so there are there are real consequences so th- what happened with Baylor happened and this was uh their coaching staff was negligible and at some points willfully uh hiding stuff like this uh from uh public and from uh police whatever people were colluding to make sure that this stuff kind of stuff didn't see the light of day that happened all the time in the 80s and 90s like you know it's like college football boys will be boys do what you have to do but this movie highlights like this shit happens that's what i mean like uh they they talked about issues in college sports that happen when college like when all of that stuff was buried under the rug and nobody ever talked about it nobody ever mentioned it that's why i like this movie is way ahead of its time in in that regard. Now we are in 2017 and we're just now really getting to a point where programs and coaches and players are really starting to be held accountable for letting this kind of stuff go on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to yeah, it's hard to he, watch it he now. Ba- yeah, he well, that, we didn't get to that. So he uh he they're making out and she says like enough is enough i want to go back to the party and because he's freaking out on steroids he uh uh begins to sexually assault her before uh, other players on the team stop interview yeah. and stop like throws her around a couple yeah. of times <laughs> it's a brute it's a really rough scene to watch it would like they like in in the context of the whole movie it's weird because the movie is much more like lighthearted and melodramatic. Like this college, yeah. like the quarterback but is like they are, they like tackle these issues. It's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they tackle any issues. I don't know. Everything is so soap opery. Yeah, yeah. I'm not hey, saying Dad, it's a come well, see the game. Oh, your TV's broke. I'm not saying broke. it's a well made. What, like, it's what a issue really is that? Fun movie. What it's issue a- is that that they're tackling? <laughs> well, that's a storyline. They don't but, tackle issues. But they they go in like I'm saying in 1993 that was happening on college campuses with football players, and you would never hear about it, and it would just go away. Sure. But this movie this movie made a point to to say like this is happening in college football. And now we went 20 years with it still being something that nobody ever talked about. Now we're in 27 I like would, now we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I would still argue that this movie they still tried to paint it like he's on steroids. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so well, the coaches did yeah. this because the coaches suspended well, him cuz he's on steroids. But I'm saying stuff, that's but, the movie's choice. The yeah. movie didn't say like it would have been more impactful if this wasn't somebody who is like drugged up, who we saw earlier in the movie smash his head through a window. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're painting this person like he's on steroids and is crazy. Yeah. As opposed so, to like what's really happening is very normal yeah. people. Not normal if you sexually assault somebody, you're not normal. But like, like this was like so. Yeah, you got these crazed to, druggies, and it's like no, that's my no point, excuse. To my point, uh, the the the. Coaches convene and they're like, "What are we gonna do with him?" The 
girl's dad is like a big booster for the program, so he's not going to say anything. Right. Um, and they decide to suspend Latimer for three games and tell the public that it's a hamstring. Right. So it's like, you know, what I'm saying, like, uh, yeah. that's what programs did back sure, then. Sure, but I feel like they handle it in a way that you have to infer the weight of it and, like, how <laughs> fucked up that is. Oh, is yeah. inferred. It is not explicit. They're I like, think watching it, you see how fucked up it is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, I, I, it's not a great, it's not a great movie. I think it's a really fun movie to watch. Uh, but yeah, it, like, but the f- fact that they went, they wanted to say like, this is something that happens in college football that never gets talked about. I think it was like an, like a powerful s- scene to just watch like, whoa, you know, could be. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Where do we go from there? After uh, they suspend They cut. Trophy case. I have trophy case. Oh, oh. So they they cut case. from there. They cut from suspending Latimer to Joe Kane at the bar, and uh, there's like a couple. Uh, oh, and the, yeah. Like this girl like smirks at Joe Kane, like, "Ooh, that's Joe Kane." Uh, and this guy just wants to start shit with Joe Kane. Yeah, he's like, Wait. "Hey, you're not. You like, you're nothing. Like, you fucked up that game. You fucking. That idiot. is what happened. But why do I have trophy Cause, case? Because then Joe Kane's like, I don't want any part of this. I don't fucking want any part of this. And the guy steps up, and Joe Kane punches him in the gut, and then takes him by the shirt, oh, yes. by the top of the shirt and the belt, and throws him like a like a uh uh, uh what's uh, whatever like it's like a wrestling movie throws them into yeah. trophy case um, and that's where we not stopped. a pile driver but yeah not a pile driver yeah and that's where we stopped that is where we stopped the alarm went off Whew. is that it dude we're at an hour and 10 yeah i think we got to call it dude we have to call it yeah pistons right now stand at three and two <laughs> we didn't talk about the lions again <laughs> and they, they had a bye week oh that's right and we didn't talk about Michigan, but I don't want to because they lost by 29 Yay. points. So we'll do this. Did you know this? That Jim Harbaugh canceled two radio appearances in a row. Mm, I heard surprising. Dude, me. I heard Valenti talking about it. Par for the course. No, I'm not. Whatever. No, I know. But right. anyways, um, I've been Matt Penrose. I have been Andy Reid. And this has been Fumbling Around. Yes. Also, uh, what you will hear next. So I had to record a song for a sketch show earlier yeah. tonight. And that's what you're going to go out on. Yeah. But also, let's give it another musical outro. Fumbling I don't know much, but I know I love you, and that may be all I need to know. I don't know much 
But I know I love you. That may be all I need.